Hey, this is Rachel Livenall. As mentioned before, this season we're going to be diving into other cities all around the state of California. Hearing young people's stories on all topics concerning the pandemic and youth. Today, we travel far south into the desert of Coachella Valley and hear about an occupation that many locals take seriously. Farm working. You're listening to COVID-18, a podcast that explores young people's experiences during the pandemic. like just like vegetables that I have just like food that I have in reality in my house because I know that probably this piece of fruit was picked by somebody that I may know have you ever gone to the store to get grapes and actually thought about where your grapes came from if you're from the eastern Coachella Valley chances are the answer is yes Felipa a youth from Que Madre one of YLI's youth media programs in the eastern Coachella Valley is very familiar with this answer, as the thought arises every time she enters a grocery store. Filippa's grandparents worked with dates. She, like many people in Coachella, witnessed this firsthand. It was actually fun for me because I was little and my uncle, he used to carry me by the ladder and um, I was little, so I didn't know at the time what it was. I just thought it was a fun game. Another youth, German Chavez, also from Quemadre, is familiar with dates and how they get to the grocery aisles. Chavez's mom works in a packaging plant for dates. Growing up, he didn't really know what she did, but when he found out, he realized the positives that came with tasting the fruit of his mom's labor. Literally, even if it required smuggling dates from the packaging plant. It really made me appreciate, you know, sometimes like she tries to sneak in some, I don't even know if I'm allowed to say this, but <laughs> she sometimes sneaks um, like dates because I felt, I felt like an obsession with dates. Oh, you so, like them. That's interesting. Yeah, they're really good. However, during the pandemic, Chavez's mom has been struggling with the changes that came to her working conditions. Her hours being cut down was just like a whole like, like certain just things were building up on her on her shoulders. I can feel that. And I saw her looking more tense during those times as well. And then of course, my mom usually got like four or five hours of sleep, mm-hmm. a minimum of six hours. So I can just see that she was tired and she almost felt I don't know, she felt sad at first. She would cry at times when she got back from work. And this was during COVID, but before COVID, it wasn't much different. Farm workers and their families have struggled with similar problems, unfair pay, and harsh working conditions that specifically flare up in the summer. Felipa explains her thoughts. To me, it makes me feel like it's unfair for them as like farm workers because they're the ones that are giving us all this food, foods that we probably never even tried. They're the ones that are giving us like 
this whole other world, but yet they're the ones that are being treated less than. Which changes the topic to something very prevalent in the valley right now. So around February 17, 2021, farm workers were among the first people to receive hero pay, which would grant them an additional $4 per hour and pay for at least four months. In addition, clinics in Coachella have started to vaccinate farm workers. What are your thoughts on this? I honestly think this just honestly brought a smile to my face. Um, of course, it will, as you said, it would grant them. I'm happy that they get, of course, paid more um, for at least four months. But I feel like it should be more than that, in my opinion. Yeah. But yeah, just even that, but still, you know, it's just showing some progress. But I feel like this progress, of course, needs to be mandated up. However, the board got cold feet. Following that initial account, it was heard that the growers, the ones who employ the farm workers, didn't want to carry on with that initiative. It was a slap to the face to me, just as you told me right now. <laughs> and it's just something that, it's just so crazy how our world can be like this in a way where now everything is based on the media and whether you do something good or bad, sometimes the good, you just literally can post something that you did. But do you really advocate for that issue? Mm-hmm. Or do you stand by it? Or do you really want it to be, you know, motioned to approve? Or do you just want it because you want to seem like this amazing person who does yeah. so much for the community? The same goes for labeling farm workers as essential. It's something that honestly is just so, of course, devastating as well because they do, again, as I mentioned before, they do so much for us and they don't get as much recognition as they deserve and for the work that they do, for the hours that they put in. And then, of course, just to get minimum wage each day and for them to sometimes suffer to at least have food um, on, um, on the dinner plates for their family. This latest generation is tired for the older generation. I've never seen a farm worker speak about this certain issue. And of course, it's always it's good that, you know, we have their back in a way. And I also feel like they should, we should, because I feel like just so much of these things, probably from trauma or just probably because they just don't want to share, you know, their mm-hmm. experience. This goes hand in hand with what Chavez believes is a way out. There's multiple ways that we can advocate for better treatment of farm workers, but especially the youth, in my opinion, since we are, of course, the next change in the world. And Gen Z members, of course, and just anyone in general, I feel like there's so much more that we can do. Of course, first, always is educate ourselves. Because these farm workers have done a lot more than just pick and package fruit, Felipa speaks of her infectious desire she has gathered from her farm working family and how this has encouraged her to pursue an education that also serves her community. Well, my parents have inspired me so much. They keep pushing me to my limits and uh, they keep wanting me to do my best in school or in, in life. So I think they benef- they benefited me a lot in my life. And for my future, I want to become a neurologist to help uh, kids with disabilities 
where they don't have to go through the same things that I went through. To the Coachella Valley, farm workers are known, but to others, it's barely a thought. When it comes to potential stereotyping, Felipe believes. Uh, just don't, don't take them for granted. Like just because they look and they're doing something that we don't like ordinary, ordinarily see, you should never judge a book by its cover. This is Vianney Olguin, signing off from Quemadre, located in Coachella, California. Next week, we go back north to the Bay Area, as we hear from two girls attending school during the pandemic, each featuring very similar but unique perspectives for their past, present, and future. This is a production of K Madre and Youth Leadership Institute. I'm your host, Rachel Livenall.